Hello, welcome back to another episode of No BS with Briar and Sarah. This is Sarah. This is Briar. How are you doing today, Briar? I'm doing pretty good. I'm a little tired, but much better than like last week where I was just like, a yeah. But how are you doing, today, <laughs> sweet princess? So that's me today. <laughs> I'm just like down in the dumps, but it's okay because it kind of, uh, I mean, that's life. And I don't want to do like this, like, fake happiness, like, kind of podcast thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, where no it's BS. about, exactly. <laughs> this is no BS. So if I'm having a bad day, I can have a bad day. You're allowed to. I'm allowed to. And I'm not going to go crazy and, like. I'm over here, like, let's set, set, set something on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about body image. Yes. And self-love toward your body. And your image. Yes. And how to boost your body image. Um, with BPD, or even if you don't have BPD, body image is super important to a lot of people. Um, Especially women. Yeah. And um, that kind of goes hand in hand with the way I'm feeling today because I'm just not really feeling myself. You know what I mean? But like, I know underneath this like sulky, Sad girl is a badass bitch. Facts. Bad facts. Facts. Okay. So. You're pretty when you cry. Thank you. <laughs> I cried earlier listening to Taylor Swift, but I always cry when I listen to that song, Cardigan by Taylor Swift. It makes me cry every time. And she's Mwah. a pretty crier. She's so peedy. Thank you. Princess, even when she cries. And she told me I was pretty when I cry. And I was like, oh my God, that's a Lana Del Rey song. One of her best. <laughs> Okay, well, let's just dive into it. So I was on borderlinepersonalitytreatment.com, and these were its five tips uh, to boosting your body image, so we're going to kind of go over them. So number one is focus on what you like about yourself. So Briar, what's something that you like about yourself? I like that I have big eyes, Mm -hmm. a pouty mouth, Mm -hmm. pouty, not potty, pouty, like, and then my freckles on my shoulders. Cute. I love shoulders, like shoulder freckles. Right? And then in the summer, I look like a tortilla. Oh I'm literally God. Mexican, you guys. You know, I'm white as hell. All right, Miss Beautiful Sarah. I um, look about yourself. I like my big eyes, too. They're so pretty. Thank you. <laughs> and I have long eyelashes. You do. And I think I've got a good smile. You have a beautiful smile. Thank you. You got pouty lips, too. Thanks. I did pay for them, but they were they were pouty before I yeah. got filler. <laughs> no, they're pretty. They were pretty before, and now they're just pretty. Thank you. Yeah, and I think I have pretty nice teeth. So I think I have a good smile because I have dimples. That's what I love the You're most. So cute. Thank you. She's like my size Barbie, guys. Like my, my size Barbie. If you yeah. Have <laughs> <laughs> so those of you at home... Uh, think about what you like about yourself. There's something someone's complimented you on before in your life. Like even if you're not your own biggest fan or feeling yourself, like, you know, I know I have a nice smile because people have told me that so many times. That are like the days that you feel like a bad bitch. What made you feel like a bad bitch? What were you like looking at that? You're like, damn, I look so good because this, this, or this. And then say that to yourself. Exactly. Boost that confidence. Boost that confidence. Okay. Number two is be healthy. This is something I'm like trying to do because I have never been healthy really my whole life. And so this year I'm trying to actually be healthy. Well, and since like discovering like the diabetes, I feel like I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. Like I've noticed like you are constantly checking. You always have like your healthy snacks. You have this and that, this and that. You're always prepared. So I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. Of course. I certainly try. And that like um, being healthy is um, like not only good for your like body image, but your mind as well. Yeah. I feel like. And well, like how you, yeah. Like, well, and how you feel gut health is so too. important. Yeah. We were talking about that earlier. Gut health. Yeah. yeah. It gut really health. is so important. Like your microbiome is like, as we've said in previous episodes, like. of your serotonin is in your gut. Yeah. And that's like what my um, Reform app is talking about today is about gut health and like alcoholism. So 
you want to read stuff from it? Sure. Yeah. Keep them distracted right now. Talk something. And then next week, since Sarah went to NA with me, I'm going to download the app next week whenever I get back from Taylor Swift <laughs> and do the app. And that way we both have experiences with each other's coping mechanisms and like recovery. Plus I want to support her because she supported me. And like, that's what you do with your best friend. Duh. She jump off a bridge. I would jump off a bridge. Literally. I would be tied to her physically. I'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, maybe that's not today. Sorry. Is that yesterday? It won't let me go to the next day. No, today is uh, alcohol's effects on the cerebellum. Oh. So I guess that's like one that's coming up and I just accidentally saw it. Oops. <laughs> Oops, but it's fine. That's the whole thing. Next time. Next time. Next time. Next time. Next time. But we will get back to that. It's very important for... So Everything, is- obviously. Anytime you go to the doctor, no matter oh, yeah. what the hell happens, they're like, oh, work out and eat right. And it's like, oh my God, that's so annoying. But that's like literally the solution <laughs> to like most things. I know. In life. And it's like so easy, but like it's also super hard because especially in America, we live like, we live in an Instagram gratification, like, speed world. Like we're always on the go, we're always rushing. And it's like, there's just always convenience for like totally unhealthy food. And I'm very, very lazy. Oh, yeah. Like, I love to cook, but, like, I live right next to McDonald's and Taco Villa, guys. It's so bad. <laughs> so do I. Yeah, we, we yeah. don't live far from each other, so it's just, like, we're all just, like, be in bed and get something delivered that's not even that far away from Dude, me. Dude, I've met that's so many horrible. times. And I'm, like, $40? Fuck it. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, Sam, thank Literally. you. Thank you, DoorDash. Same. Then 30 minutes later, I need something sweet. Mm-hmm. Another $30. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many times I've had Starbucks delivered to me at work when we have fucking coffee there. And I'm just like, no, I need something else. Yeah. Seven Brews is closer, but I have to wake up early enough to get it and go to work. And that never happens. Well, you just call me like prior. I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. (laughs) Okay. So number three, which is funny, is avoid mirrors. I have a very hard time avoiding mirrors, but I do see why that's on there because that's when I become obsessive of like picking at my skin or I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is a new whatever stretch Uh mark. Look at the way I look today. And that's like the way I'm feeling today. I just feel very bloated and I'm like not cute, but I know I'm cute. Hey guys, she's like so skinny. Like (laughs) if you didn't, like if she didn't tell you, you wouldn't know. Like. I, even earlier, I was like, oh my God, like, you're like so skinny. She's like, I'm bloated right now. I'm like, that was me last week. Yeah. I feel like I'm pregnant. But it's okay because I'm like, you know what? I'm carrying a little bit of extra weight today. I feel kind of down in the dumps, but it's not a huge deal. I've been much heavier. And I mean, usually whenever I'm thinner, I'm more sad because that means I'm like, being crazy and probably starving myself. So, attack the you to lower your voice. Yeah. <laughs> and on the days I'm like, oh my god, I forgot to eat. It's skinny. I'm like, that is so unhealthy. It is. <laughs> That's like, oh my gosh. Like I would just like start drinking like Red Bulls or alcohol. Like whenever I wasn't yeah. like focused on sobriety because I've had self-image both sober and not sober. Yeah. Um, and so if I'm like. Not drinking, it'd be just like, oh, drink a shit ton of Red Bulls and like coffee and avoid eating. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so skinny. Or if I was like drinking, I'd just wake up and be on an empty stomach and be like, shots. And then the next day, if you like stick to like liquor, the next day I was like, oh my God, I'm so skinny today. But if I drink beer, I was bloated bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Can roll me out of the bar. But with that, we decided, or Briar decided, also avoid the scale. Yes. Which I can totally agree with because I'll obsess over that shit. Uh, my husband hid my skull from me at one point in time. He's such a good <laughs> husband. Chris is so good. Good job, Chris. And every now and then I'm like curious to know what I weigh, but I do understand why he took it away because I was like on it constantly. And then I'd be like, it's just three more pounds. And then I'd be all psychotic about everything. Well, yeah. And then like for me, there was one point in time where like, I wasn't losing weight. I wasn't losing weight. And I'm like, okay, I don't understand. And I'll get on the scale, get on the scale. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, what is, like, what's happening? Like, why am I not? And guys, it, like, wasn't even that much. Like, it was so, like, absurd. And finally, I was like, fuck it. I'm done with the scale. Like, I'm just, I'm not going to do it anymore. We're just going to see what happens. I shit you not, in, like, two months, dude, like, clothes were falling off of me. And I had not gotten on a scale in two months. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, okay, 
when I'm not obsessing over it and like so hyper-focused, I can just focus on what is important and that's being healthy. Like skinny's cool, great when you're 21, but like we're not, I'm not, I'm 31. Yeah. And like at this point in my life, like, yeah, like being fit is like cool, but I would rather be healthy and like internally like doing my body good by eating fruits and vegetables and like working out getting those like endorphins released from my like depression and anxiety and then everything else just kind of like bubbles over and I like lose weight like I told Sarah earlier like if you go through my Instagram you can always tell like when I quit drinking because I would just drop weight because my body is like literally like just like removing all the toxins in my body totally because your body just like holds on to it yeah so but yeah I kind of digressed there but the scale Throw that bug away. Literally. You're beautiful the way you are. Yeah. I've got like a great example. So like when I was younger, I was um, thin but not toned. And I was like somewhere around where I am right now, but like I weighed a little bit more. And I was by no means like big. Um, I'll never be like super skinny. I never have been like, we'll say that like, oh my God, I'm so skinny. But it's like just like because like I've lost weight. It's not because I'm actually skinny. Like whether I'm thinner or heavier, I'll always be curvy. I always have been my whole life since I was like a kid. I've just always been a little bit like chubby because I'm I think you're voluptuous and sexy, dude. Thank you. Thank you. She's very, me and her both have like very hourglassy Yes. Shapes. And we're like very pinup sex. We're voluptuous and sexy. We're voluptuous queens. Hell yeah. Fuck Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, But I wanted to get more in shape. So I started working out and then I noticed I gained five pounds. So then I was like, well, why the fuck am I working out? Yeah. And my sister was like, Sarah, like muscle weighs more than fat. You're going to gain a little bit of weight at first, but like, I promise like it's going to pay off. And I was so mad. And then I didn't want to go to the gym anymore. And she would just show up yeah. to my house and like force me to go with her. And then I was like in the best shape of my life to yeah. where like people would be like, Oh my God, like, do you work out? Because that's how I looked. And I, yeah, it was amazing. I would love to get back there again. Well, you also know like the leaner muscle that you have, like more lean muscle burns, more calories. Yeah. Even when you're like not doing anything. Yeah. Like, I found that out whenever I had my personal trainer and I did like kickboxing and weight training. But I'll tell you right now, like, I was, like, I was also, like, 25, dedicating my life to the gym. Yeah. And, like, I'm sorry, but I'm old and tired now. But, like, I work out enough to where it's, like, I can tell when I'm getting toned. And I have to tell myself, like, if I do get on the scale, because every once in a while I will cheat, just because I'm, like, let's just see. Yeah. You know? And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I like to just see, like, without, like, without going, like, going without drinking this long, I like to see, like, how much I, like, lost. So it's, like cool alcohol all that weight was alcohol all that was like poison in your body like what am i yeah literally it's okay like periodically but yeah. like but like i'm like i would get on it every day most times a day like so so unhealthy like, Same. not good I and i would be like, so excited i'm like yeah oh my god i'm down a few like ounces Dude, literally <laughs> it's like like 142.8 and then it goes down to like 142.4 i'm like oh my god i can fit a size zero you're right <laughs> i've never been a zero never i like skip those body. sizes i went from like kids to like fluids like, yeah i skipped that whole shit yeah because i'm just like i'm very broad chested like i'm very i'm built like a dude cut so my mom's side is a jordan side and they're very petite yeah and like slender i'm a duquette us women we're built dude we are built like like football players man like we are and you know what there ain't nothing wrong with player oh my god you. literally the prettiest one i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) and you're strong as fuck like right that's amazing oh look at that see the way she picked me up on her back multiple times dude girl you picked me up on yours remember that mirror picture yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's just like I know I'm pretty strong, but I had back pains forever. That wasn't just you though. That's because I also picked up the boys at work. Yeah, dude. And then Sarah's husband. Bees. <laughs> like, I don't care who. She, Sarah could go up against Mike Tyson, and my buddy would still be on Sarah. Like, thank you, no, dude. Yeah, I'm very hot headed. I know. Like, I'd find a like way. Ted ben. I love it. <laughs> I'd find a way. Oh my gosh! I swear to God. Um. Okay. So number four <laughs> is treat yourself right yourself and it can be hard to do whenever you're in a bad place mentally and god that's like the literally like the hardest thing to do when i'm in a bad place mentally i just want to like fuck shit up i want to get drunk i don't like want to eat unless like i have to and then whenever i do it's like trash 
and then I don't want to get out of bed. This is a thought trash. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, like it's either like I starve myself or like I gorge my body to where like Same. I eat so much food that it literally like my body forces it out. Like I throw up. Not because I'm making myself throw up, but it, like my body is like, this is too much. Like this is not healthy either. Yeah. And it's like finding that balance between the two. Totally. It's just like important. Like you don't need to go like on a strict diet or anything like that. Just treat yourself right. Like be nice to yourself. Like if you had like a baby or like a, someone who is like dependent on you, like how would you treat them? And that's how you should like treat yourself. Oh my God, that's such a good example. Right? It's like take your vitamins, get some sunlight, not too much. You're going to be such a good mom. Oh my god, thank She's you. She's a good mom to me. Her and Chris are my parents. Thanks. <laughs> they put up with me. <laughs> I'm a good mom to my dog, Norman. You're the best mom. Thanks. I, well, I'm a good mom to all of my pets, but especially Norman, because he's my little shadow. So I'm just he like, is. okay. And I'm just constantly grooming him, treating him, like loving him. And yeah. it's like, I can do that for someone else. I can do that shit for myself. Absolutely. So what if I make mistakes? Like, and everybody does. Like, yeah. just treat yourself right be nice be nice to yourself damn it (laughs) (laughs) and next is get your body moving which is kind of hard for me i'm pretty lazy like i said so i have to like make myself do it but then once i do it it feels really good like getting to the gym is the hardest part yeah and like even to this day i know that i enjoy the gym i know how I, i enjoy how i feel after the gym but getting there is like the biggest bitch in the world. It's just like, I want to make up every excuse. Like Same. I'm tired. I'm anxious. I'm depressed. I don't feel, I feel fat today. I'm too, did I ever say tired? I'm tired. I'm yeah. always, I'm long, always tired. That's what happens when you get old. Or like my back hurts. I don't want to. And it's just like, get your ass there. Literally. Shut up. Put a smile on your face. Because when you leave, you're like so hyped up. Like I have so much energy and I'm so like, oh my God, my bad bitch music on. I'm like, ugh, ugh, bumping to the car. Like. Hell yeah. Literally. One time this girl, she just had like this amazing transition. And I remember she was like talking to me about her weight loss and like how amazing she looked. And she told me, because I was telling her like why I don't go to the gym. And then she's like, any reason you come up with, I'm sorry, but it is an excuse. And I'm like, ouch. And that's whenever I started going to the gym with my sister. (laughs) Literally that night I texted my sister and I was like, no, I need to lose weight. Like, or I need to like get in shape. Yeah. Just be active. Yeah. And like, my thing is like, you know, we like, we all base getting fit on going to the gym. Yeah. And like, if that's not your style, you will never go. It's just, if it's just not your thing, it's not your thing. Yeah. But like being active, going on like walks, like after dinner, before dinner, like just going to the park, like whatever, like being yeah, active. Just getting your steps in even. Yeah. Like shit, go to the mall, walk to all the stores, buy shit. Literally. And then check your steps. Um, and there's a really good app that I love for working out at home called Fit On. Oh yeah. It is free. Of course, there's like upgrades that are like you can pay money for, but I still use the free one and it's got a shit ton of workouts and even just like stretching, yoga, Pilates, all the things that one might need because I like to do that too. Like if I'm not really in the mood for working out, just at least getting some like stretches in and it feels so good. Because I'm always tight. Me too. It's It's like everything hurts because we're bartenders. Bartenders, we're in our 30s. It's I turned 30 and shit hit the wall or shit hit the fan, I should say. Yeah. But I will say, I don't look 30 and neither do you. Thank and we you. get that all the time. Yeah. And it's like, because we're taking care of ourselves. That's right. That is right. <laughs> okay. So um, a little bit more about how BPD and body image can tie into each other. I did not get this from that website. That was the end of that list. But so it was, this? Um, I don't know. I just copy pasted it. Oh, just kidding. But I'm not going to like, uh, what is that word? Plagiarize? Yeah. So basically, okay, I guess I'm gonna, going to kind of. But it's talking about like um, negative environmental influences. Um, that could be like sexual, physical, emotional abuse, anything like that. Um, and how those types of things are more likely to promote dissociation. And when we dissociate to get away from that stuff, um, it can create an unintended division of yourself. So 
it feels like you versus your body, which I absolutely can relate to. I feel like I've been at war with my body since I was a child. Yeah. I told you earlier, I grew up the chick kid, like, and even in like junior high and like high school, all my friends were like so much like thinner than I was and even into college. And I was just like, man, like I'm always like the bigger girl. Yeah. And it's not that I was ever like really that heavy. You know what? Even if you are, who gives a shit? You are so fucking beautiful in your own way. Yeah. But I was just always hard on myself. I was like, I want to be like thin like my friends. Like they're the ones that always got hit on. And I wasn't. And it was just like made me feel bad about myself. And it's like, now I'm like, please don't hit on me. Please hit on somebody. Right. (laughs) Don't talk to me. (laughs) No, same. I was just always like the short, like chubby kid. And then, so that's what like, well, yeah, but I mean, no, I know. No, I'm I'm short. Like I know that (laughs) I I am short. Um, And so that was always people's like go-to insult for me was about like my stature which I know I've said in our like self-love episode, but even like the at home kind of emotional abuse from like my stepdad, but even to like at school, you know, that's like what that was people's go-to insult for me was about my body. And kids are so mean. Kids are mean. I I was a mean kid too, though. I picked on other kids too. Like my bad. Sorry. Um, but Ooh, I'm real sorry. <laughs> but me and you would have been friends, though. Yeah. Because if anybody would have ever said talk shit to you, even if I didn't know you, I would have stuck up for you. Exactly. I was always sick of kids. Like, see to my face. Literally. So my weight was just such a sensitive topic. It's like I didn't even want to be perceived. And um, I did undergo bariatric surgery in 2019 because I had gained 70 pounds that I just could not get off. But I probably could have gotten it off if I had stopped being such a fucking drunk, but I wasn't. So I was not putting forth any effort into actually getting it off. And so I underwent uh, bariatric surgery and I lost a lot of weight. Um, I went from probably like a size 14 to a size four. I was like an extra large to an extra small. I just cannot picture you like that. Thank you. Um, and you know what? I guarantee you were gorgeous then too. Thank you. Um, but after I lost that weight and all of the like attention I was getting specifically from men, I liked it, but it also made me feel bad for my former self because I'm, I'm still the same person. Right. And it's like, it's like you like killed, like you like killed yourself, but you're still existing. You're like, yeah. Sense. Yeah. Like it's I was like, just the, like I'm still her. Like, and you would have never taken the time to get to know yeah, me. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, you don't get to have a chance with me now because <clears throat> you should have known me then because I'm a sweet person. And like, yeah. just because I lost weight, like, does it change your personality? Like, yeah. Even like guys that I had like been friends with, like I'd been friends with them when I was heavier, and it was just like super platonic friendship. And then after I ugh, lost all the weight, it was just like suddenly they realized they were kind of attracted to me, and I'm like, go fuck yourself. Ugh. literally Uh, so yeah um with that it says um you know that you can feel that your body is not genuinely yourself and if you have been the victim of like abuse or bullying stuff like that then you're more likely to act out on your own body yeah. And that's just like a, it says it's a complex response to a number of psychological processes, um, including imitation, repetition, compulsion, and or attempts to master the trauma. I'm really sorry. I wish I could cite this. I probably can here in a little bit. Um, but the presence of a poor body image is more likely to be a feral ingredient on active mediator or an active mediator in the process of self-harm behavior, which makes so much sense to me because it was like, I don't even like myself. Why the fuck would I treat myself right? Right. And like you justify like hurting yourself. Like, Uh and it's not just like, like physical, like pain. It's like emotional and mental, like telling yourself all these ugly, hateful things. And like, it's so awful. I hate it. Me too. Because, and it goes back to that TikTok where it says like, oh, I'm ugly, like, I'm fat, or I hate myself, and it's, like, that little picture of you as, like, a kid, and it's, like, would you say that to her? And it, like, mortified me. Literally. I know. 
So we have our good friend, Sammy Sanchez here. Hello, hello. I'm so excited that he's here. This is very cyclical because Sammy was the first person I talked to about ever having a podcast with. (laughs) Several (laughs) years ago, we were going to do one called Tea Time with Sammy and Sarah. Yes. And And we were just going to gossip. (laughs) (laughs) But now here we are, grown up and getting deeper. And we love um, that we're going to have some male perspective on this because we only really know it from our side. So Sammy, can you talk to us about body image issues and how you are able to love yourself a little bit more? Where do I start? No, Um, I think for me, I grew up, you know, a chubby kid. um, And I think everyone hears things from their family, but being, you know, Latino, I feel like it's easy to go a little too harsh on everyone. So I feel like I got it really bad, you know, like, and, you know, it's, like, subtle things, like, my mom calling me gordo, which means, Yes! Like, that, that's exactly you know? what I just thought whenever you said yeah. that. I'm like, yeah, like, my fucking evil ex-bia, whatever. <laughs> she always would be like, gordita. I'm right. sorry. Go ahead. No, but definitely. I was thinking that but same like thing. That, I'm like, like, why is that my It's, nickname? like, such a trigger for me because, you know, it's, like, I know they meant it with love and it was coming from a loving place, but you hear those things and you never realize that, like, you know, you're larger or fat or you have body issues until, you know, I feel like for me, it was in middle school when, you know, I'm used to being a kid and like hearing these things around my family. And then, you know, we're in middle school and we're just like little asshole kids and we're just too honest. And that's when, you know, things happen. And I don't really consider it bullying, but, you know, people would comment like on my weight or my size. And I've always been, you know, a taller guy. So that always made me feel insecure because, you know, I like, I meet someone and the first thing they say is, oh my God, you're so big. And it takes me back to like being a kid and like thinking that big was such a bad thing or that I was just like fat. And, you know, flash forward from that, like I feel like where my trauma like really plays into like me as an adult and like how I view myself and how much I like find myself like criticizing myself and hating myself is because I can recall so many times just going to like the grocery store and going to like literally wherever in public and having people stare at me and laugh. And it could have been, you know, I'm like a flamboyant, like tall, fat gay guy. And I felt like, you know, for the longest time, like I got so used to like strangers abuse that I started, you know, in myself, like hating myself and abusing myself in my head, just telling myself, you know, all these things, you know, nobody like really is going to like you because your size or this or that and staring at myself in the mirror or taking Colace and popping things, you know, to like, help my food go down or binge eating, um, not eating at all, or, you know, like going to these family gatherings and everyone having to ask me why I'm not choosing to eat and, you know, not being able to open up about stuff like that because it was always something that weighed so heavily on my mind. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask you something that's maybe a little too personal? Oh my God. I love personal. Because this is what I did. And I know there was a point in time where you were like vegetarian Yeah. and I was too, um, for a few years. And then to me, I feel like it was like low key. And this is not, I'm not speaking out on vegetarians. I'm yeah. speaking about myself. Right. It was kind of like low key, my gateway to um, an eating disorder. Eating disorder. Yeah. And then it turned into veganism. Right. And then I was just like passing out all the time. Yeah. It wasn't really a matter of like nurturing myself with like vegan or vegetarian foods, but right. just taking away foods. And then I was like really thin, like thin yeah. and passing out all the fucking time right. or like whatever. Do you kind of feel like mine? Honestly, I'm glad you said that because I wanted to get into that. I, you know, like had all this trauma. I like hate myself. And out of nowhere, I think it was 2018, 2019. It was more not one of those like animal activists. You know, it was just kind of like, you know, I want to try something different. And it wasn't necessarily to lose weight. But I went vegan. I went cold turkey. I was really strict. And then I realized, you know, on top of like eating so strict and restricting myself from like the basics of things, I'm calorie counting. And I'm like losing so much weight. I like lost over like 50 to 60 pounds. And I feel like that's when, you know, when you are like a certain size and you shrink so much, that's when for me, the body dysmorphia like took a toll like on me because, you know, it's like people are like commenting, like, how did you lose all this weight? Like, oh my God, like, what are you eating? What are you doing? And then it just makes me feel like, you know, like, oh my God, like I'm too skinny or, you know, like it just makes me want to like binge eat or it makes me like freak out to the point where like, I can't even concentrate on like a healthy diet or like my body because I'm hearing like, I'm too big, too thin, very Britney Spears. 
yeah. um, have to put that out there. But, you know, I feel like for me, you know, going vegan definitely like was a gateway for me to become like, you know, borderline anorexic and bulimic. I was not eating intentionally for a while because for me, my excuse was like, well, there's nothing I can eat here because, you know, I have yeah. dietary restrictions. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't eat. And for me, it was like drinking a lot at that time. So, you know, the only calories I really was taking in was alcohol. And I'd wake up hungover the next day, no appetite, couldn't eat, refused to eat, drinking again. And it finally hit a point, I think over COVID where I gained so much weight. And again, I find myself back into that state of mind where it's just like, I hate the way I look. I don't like, you know, the way I feel and stuff like that. And, you know, none of my friends and like none of those like close to me ever like point these things out. And I think that's what we have to remind ourselves is like the things you're telling yourself are things that like you are allowing into like your headspace because everyone that's around you, none of those things matter to them. And I think, you know, when you're like single or trying to date or in a relationship, it's so easy to get caught into that because you start for me, I like start like comparing myself to like anyone I come across and I like start comparing like my body or how I look or just anything like that. So I feel like, yeah, you know, that alone is like a lot. And then on top of that, I feel like, you know, gay men, I feel like have openly talked about things. I feel like I have a lot of straight male friends that they have body dysmorphia, they have body issues. And, you know, it's not something really talked about. You know, I remember being in the locker room in middle school and like, guys, you know, commenting on like, my stretch marks, and my size and stuff like that, or talking about themselves. And uh, I don't know. I just really, I love this topic. I'm glad we're talking about this. Honestly, like you're <laughs> saying a lot of things that we already talked about. It's crazy. It's so crazy it's how so crazy. you can just relate to like everyone. And it's like, how did we as a society like end up where these things matter or like they take such a toll on our mental yeah. like capacity? It's, well, I it's feel like insane. social media is like has like skyrocketed. Skyrocketed this into like a whole different ball game. Like before, yeah, you know, like I knew I was kind of heavy and like I got picked on because I wasn't allowed to wear makeup and I didn't look at the other girls and I was kind of chunky and whatever. And like, yeah, I kind of knew it, whatever, blew it off. But then when social media came out, like that was when I really, really started to compare myself. And even like, I'll catch myself like scrolling through Instagram looking at all these like, gorgeous models I'm like oh why don't I don't look that much oh, oh oh and I'm like hold on Briar you're not 22 you're two, 22 years old anymore you don't work out six times a week you don't work out two days anymore like you know you engage in a couple of like cookies and snacks here and there and like that's okay that is their life that is them and like good for them but it's also like yeah at one point in my life I did put in that work but now my, my values and views have changed, especially like on myself. And it's just like, you know, I'm older. I'm not going to have a 22-year-old body. I'm not going to have a 25-year-old body anymore. Like, I've just learned, like, if you take care of yourself and what you put into your body, and every once in a while, like, yeah, treat yourself. Don't never have a cupcake again. Like, what the hell? Right. Like, I don't think that's healthy either. You know, like, it, because it becomes an obsession. Like, yeah, I'm glad that you guys brought up that point of veganism. Like, I... Would have never thought that. Like, that would have never, oh, yeah. like, crossed right. my mind. So that's crazy that both of you experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane oh my God. To me. And, like, you know, not, again, kind of piggybacking off what Sarah said. It's not so much, like, downing on veganism. You know, oh, there's no. a right way to do things and love yourself and, like, give yourself the proper nutrients. Absolutely. Totally. Um, and for me, it was, you know, not the best route I should have taken. You know, for a while I was eating, you know, very clean and I was exercising a lot. And then after that, I was like, well, I already lost all this weight and I'm tired of working out. I'm just going to keep like not eating because that's like the only source of like keeping me in this like, you know, body. But I feel like for me, I don't know if you guys can relate, you know, from going from one size to another and like, you know, you're so much smaller than what you were on top of that, your body changes and you think things are going to be tight and like skinny and what you expect from like not eating or wanting to be a certain way and your body's just your body and you have to like try to love it and this is something that I still am struggling with on a day-to-day basis um and I feel like you know it's something that I've just got to like take the road to like loving myself and like accepting my body and me for who I am 
uh, because we only get one body. Um, unless you death go to Mexico. Death. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, no, death ass. <laughs> like, what you just said, like, made me think of something that I went through. So, like, uh, a little bit late last year, um, TMI, I went to get my nipples pierced. And Love it. the lady that. was like, sorry, like, she was putting the marks on them. Yeah. She's like, sorry, like, it's just taking me a minute. And this is literally all she said was, like, I can tell you've lost a lot of weight. Oh. Um Wow. And so I could not get it out of my head. It's just And I've never thought about really, like, truly having, like, breast augmentation. Yeah. Until that moment. Right. And then we had, at work, there was a bartender who was going to move in, like, March. And I couldn't get it out of my fucking head to where I was like, okay, so um, maybe I can go to Mexico really quick. I can go to, like, where someone I know went yeah. and got theirs done and then how long like I was texting her like finding out how long her recovery process was right. and I'm like I can get this done before he even moves <laughs> and like that's what I like wanted to do and I was yeah. so dead set on doing it yeah but then I had to calm down and come to my senses that that was just like totally uh like body dysmorphia right. like impulse thing yeah. that I was going to do and I'm like if I eventually want to do that I'll do that but like I need to stop and take a minute and think about like my mental health first right. before I do this because what if I go do it and then I can't stop crying because I have like scars or yeah. they don't look the way I thought they were gonna right. be. Yeah. It's like you still have your body. Yeah. No matter how much weight you like lose or right. gain, it's it's still your body. Yeah. And so it's yeah. like you have to deal with the way it looks afterward. Right. And also with the uh, <laughs> with the vegetarian veganism thing, this is fucking insane. But there, towards the end, I started really craving meat. Yeah. Bad. Right. And I worked in a grocery store. Oh no. And they had like a like a hot food place. Yeah. And like I, at this point, have like lived up to this like I'm vegan. I'm vegan. Right. Me, me, me. <laughs> and you vegans like they stopped like acting like it's about animals when it wasn't it right. was about me wanting to be as skinny as possible exactly so then i would go buy like a chicken breast whatever kind of meal they have for the yeah. day i'd be like this isn't for me by the way and they're like <laughs> okay i don't care and then i'd go home and like eat the fuck out of it yeah. and then be like oh my god i can't believe i ate that and then i'd right. like throw it up yeah exactly i mean oh same god. trigger warning it, after like trigger. you know when you don't eat <laughs> seriously though i feel like for me when i like went so long and like i'd have little cravings here and there I a hundred percent had like food hangovers where like, I'm not used to eating these things. I'm not used to eating as much food as I was. And then I just like find myself like binging and I'm like sick and I'm like puking or anything like that. So like, I definitely like feel that, but, um, going back into like, you know, like the aftermath of losing weight for everyone who like has is on a journey, has been on a journey. Uh, this is something that like, I try to like remind myself, whatever stretch marks, loose skin, I see whatever, like, imperfections I see I just know that you know I was so much unhealthier at one point in my life either underweight or overweight and I'm still trying to find balance but you know it's my body and it's my reward you know in a way it's like my progress from who I used to be and totally. so I just have to remind myself that exactly. by the way he's super handsome guys like oh, if you're single he's so <laughs> he's so handsome he's He's tall, dark, and handsome, literally. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, I don't think you're dark. <laughs> well, because you're Mexican. <laughs> well, it's funny that you guys say that because what am I? And I wanted to say it earlier, but I didn't want to like interject. I'm really working on that. Like, I'm really working on it. Same. But like one of my old coworkers that I worked for or worked with in Denver, he would like call me gordita. Yeah. And but it was like a term of endearment, and like we would always joke like whenever I'd like get onto like the hype of like, you know, get my three, four months in of like working really hard, losing weight. And like, oh my God, we'd always be like, oh my God, you're so skinny. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so skinny. But you still call me like gordita. But like, I guess because I didn't grow up, I don't know. For me, I guess I just knew it was like a term of endearment, but it also stems from different like experiences right. and like, it's just, it, it was interesting to hear you say that. Yeah. And I'm so glad like, Sarah can kind of relate. To yeah. That. Yeah. Because like my family is like Ortega, like yeah. they were, you know, but like, I don't remember ever hearing my aunt and uncle say that to them, like ever, ever, ever. So whenever he called me gordita, I was like, at first I'm like, what? Right. He was like, yeah, it's like a term of endearment, like my little gordita. And so it's just, it's just interesting to hear like different perspectives, and like different things because 
don't know. It's just interesting. And yeah. I, I enjoy like hearing both of y'all, especially yours, Sammy. Oh my God, you're so <laughs> good at podcasting. Yeah. He's a great guest. I definitely did not ever feel like that was a term of endearment from my aunt. She was right. just kind of a rude Well, bitch. and I think it's how it's like exactly <laughs> yeah. the context of it too, because he's like, I might go to the thumb, like give me a hug. So again, it's just like how you say things as well. Because I always joke like, you can say the meanest thing possible, but if you say it with a smile, like it makes it okay. Like right. obviously it doesn't, yeah. but it's like a mm-hmm. joke, you know, like you be like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. But like you mean it. Like the other person kind of knows, but you're like smiling, smiling about it. They're like, okay, like, are they joking? Like, are they really saying it? Like, right. so. I think just like having that nickname and, you know, it can come from a place of like love or like, you know, not trying to be harsh. But like, you know, those words, because when you finally come of age where you realize like what that word means, like, I'm just getting called like fat boy all the time or like fatty. And it's just like, it like eats away. So to all of the aunts and uncles or anyone who's commenting on others weight or, you know, little nicknames like that, it can definitely affect someone in their future. And it's traumatizing. It literally is. I I have to trauma dump. I I had... I have an uncle and, you know, I'm not close to that family, but I had an uncle and I remember being little and being so insecure to like take off my shirt and go swimming like a normal boy. Like I never felt comfortable doing that. Yeah. And, (laughs) you know, I remember one time like taking off my shirt and him literally, literally telling me that he liked my other cousins over me because they were skinny and I was fat. Oh my God. Like what even? So like things like that, like, you know, I'm an adult and I'm just like, oh my God, like, it's just like crazy to like think like who could tell like a child, child that. And then I think for me, that's where like I start thinking back to like being called like those little nicknames. And I'm like, I don't like that. Like, don't call me that because that's not my identity. It like has nothing to do with my personality. It has something to do with like my physical look. But like, I just felt like, you know, like I never understood. It was just kind of something that was imprinted on me and like carried on throughout the years. Yeah. And so it's just like, oh my gosh. Don't be mean aunts and uncles. Yeah. And <laughs> stepdads. Like, <laughs> and I guess, like, be judicious with, like, the terms of endearment. Because I was always called chubber. Right. Chunky butt. CB. Yeah. And, like, it's for my dad. And, like, I always knew, like, it again, it was out of love. But, like, the times that I was heavy, they'd call me CB, chunky butt for short. Like, sometimes, yeah, like, it would kind of hurt my feelings because I knew I was, like, heavier. Right. And so, I guess, yeah, just... No matter what cultural background you come up from, just like be judicious, especially with children, because right. children are so like, what's the word? Like they're like malleable. Like they're very, what's the word? Whatever the word is, children, they like take it and they hold on to it. Like there's so many times I remember more from my childhood, especially traumatic things. Like, you know, I thought I would repress that memory, but I can remember it very vividly. And it's yeah. like, yeah, just be judicious with what you say to children and just to people in general. Right. Just be a nice person. Don't yeah. be an asshole. And like, sorry, I like I do want to flip the script because you know I've been severely underweight. Um, I'm six three for reference. Um, there was a point in 2019, 2018, where I was you know in between 180 pounds to 170 here and there. It was always fluctuating. And I think for people who you know are thinner or have specific builds, like. It's the same thing in like different ways. You know, I have like friends who are like very like small and petite and like very thin and you know, people commenting on like how skinny they are or things like that. And it's just like, it doesn't affect just like people who feel like, you know, they're like fat in this world and stuff like that. So it's just like, I think it's for everyone. And like, like I said, I'm just so happy like you guys are talking about this because this is something that like, I feel like people live with every single day of their lives and will continue to like, I feel like this is always going to be like something people will struggle with, whether being, you know, feeling like too thin, too big, like in between wanting to look this way, wanting to bulk up and like go to the gym and be like this huge macho, like, you know, like huge bodybuilder or stuff like that. And so it's just like, it's hard to like love yourself in a society where we're constantly looking for perfection and not really looking in ourselves to like, you know, for me, I'm like trying to love like my like inner child and like, just remind him like, might tear up a little bit. No, just remind him that like, you know, I'm special and like weight has nothing to do with who I am as a person. And my personality will always shine through above how I present myself or how people perceive me. And that's all that matters is, you know, being nice and kind and loving and nurturing 
and doing all those things that you're doing for strangers or your friends or your family to yourself. You have to like do that to yourself like every day and like be your number one fan. Okay, I don't even cry. For real. <laughs> this was a very like deep episode. Oh my like, god. And I'm, I'm like, oh glad that you put this script. Yeah. That was so I didn't even think about like thin people. Like I had a friend growing up and she she could eat E D and then she would get picked off for being too skinny. And it's yeah. like, well what and I'm glad that you said like we're always reaching for per- perfectionism. In this world, there's no such thing as a perfect body. There's just not. You will never be perfect, no right. matter what, to society's standards. And we've seen it with all these celebrities and shit like that. They're, you know, they've had work done or they lost weight and they gained weight and they're always nitpicking. And it's like, at this point, fuck it. If you're happy with how you are and you love yourself, then that is the perfect you. Shout out Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do want to ask Sarah a question because I feel like we kind of, not at the same time, but we have like, gone down like body transformation like roads and Briar like you could have too but I feel like for the time that like me and Sarah like we're like going through that yeah like I like have people comment when I was like you know very thin like about my weight in like negative ways like asking me if like I was on drugs oh yeah or like stuff like yep. that and just like calling me like a crackhead and stuff like that and like that stuff hurts more because it like you know if you, someone's truly working on themselves working out doing things right for their body and like people like say these types of comments like good or bad like they could easily binge they could you know start starting themselves and like you know feel like you know there's been certain points where like i was so skinny and underweight for like my size and build and for some reason it was like my only goal was to get smaller and smaller and smaller and i was like a size 29 in pants like oh never in my life have, was i ever that size and it was just like unhealthy it was really unhealthy so it's just like you know like back to that it's just i don't know it's difficult to like process like hearing you know your whole childhood like you know like being like you know on the heavier side and then like people like accusing you of these like off the wall things just because like you've like lost all this weight and so like really like you're stuck hating yourself even more because it's just like a constant battle. Yeah. When it's like, you can never please anybody. It's yeah. Like, so what do you want me to be? Like, right. I'm, I'm either too heavy or I'm too skinny. So it's like, what do you want me to be? And it's like, it's not about you. It's yeah. about me and my, like how I feel in my body and if I'm <clears throat> happy or not. Like, right. Yeah. I definitely dealt with a lot of drug accusations a lot, <laughs> which I kind of understand because I was working in a bar right. and the bar I worked at was like, there was a lot of cocaine that would go through yeah. that. Yeah, you know that. We worked there together. Um, and, you know, I still drank a lot. So I can understand how that was like a quick assumption, but it, right. but it wasn't, I wasn't like doing like cocaine Hard and things. just like, yeah. yeah. And uh, actually one of my friends was uh, at a party with some of the, uh, it was like the English department of Texas Tech or yeah. something. And these people who didn't even know me, but I was just like a waitress there we're talking about how they thought the waitress um, over there was on meth. <gasps> and because I'll, I'll get like in these like crazy, like, uh, like where I can't sleep. Yeah. And then um, my body kind of like starts, I get like really hyper because I now have to fight that I accidentally stayed up all night. Yeah. And so then I'll just get kind of like manic and whatever. Me. And <laughs> <laughs> Also, I had had bariatric surgery. Yeah. So while I'm going through both of these things, I'm losing a lot of weight and then right. not really sleeping and like being kind of like forgetful and all the things that come with lack of sleep. And my friend heard them saying that. And she was like, no, she's not on fucking meth. Like, <laughs> she doesn't sleep very much. And she's tired, okay? Right. And like, and she's losing weight. Yeah. And these people didn't even know me. Right. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. It's nuts. And like, you know, sorry, again, like, I feel like another thing is like, I'm a very anxious person. I struggle with anxiety every day. And there's so many days where like, I, it's not even about not having an appetite, but like, my mind's going a million miles a minute. And like, there's been so many times where like, my weight is constantly up and down. And it's due to like, you know, like, battling with anxiety and like having those struggles of like forcing food down or like not even like wanting to eat because like I'm just so hyper-focused on like other things and like overstimulated and anxious and the last thing on my mind is like to nurture my body and like put good food in myself and so 
I feel like, you know, I go to, through those days where it's just like, oh my God, I haven't eaten in a few days. And then I just like end up binging on like the worst things I could binge. <laughs> Literally. I understand. Definitely understand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a lot for us to unpack, but we just want everyone to know that we all have body image issues and I don't know how long we'll combat them, but just love yourself no matter what underneath, um, underneath that body is still yourself. You still have to live with who you are, your outer shell, and it shouldn't be you versus your body ever, ever, even though it can feel that way. But yeah, so we were talking about music that makes us feel like a bad bitch. Baddies. Okay, so Briar. Mine is Tomboy by uh, Princess Nokia. Go listen to it right now. Okay. So good. So cancel me if you want. Please don't cancel me. Well, I don't know. Okay, we're no BS. (laughs) (laughs) But mine is Filling Myself by Nicki Minaj and Beyonce. Because hello, that's the whole point of the song. I'm filling my, filling my, filling myself. But also this is funny because one time when I was like, (laughs) skinny and I was like strong buzz. (laughs) I like woke up naked and then I like put my cowboy hat on and I was listening to Luke and Bach, Texas. And I was like dancing in the mirror. And then I like went to the bar and like told the bartender about it. And he was like, how drunk were you? And I was like, strong buzz. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, yeah, put on my cowboy hat and just act like I was like a, I don't know. That doesn't sound like a feel in yourself song, but yeah, I would have given you all the fucking money. I would have given you a kidney shit. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I think I picked a song. Okay. I think, and like, I don't even know how I didn't think of this. It's Pride Month, um, Renaissance, Beyonce, she's on tour. Cozy, if you guys haven't listened to that. If you really listen to the lyrics, I feel like, you know, it's just talking about being comfortable in your skin. And, you know, I, I do relate to that. So I would feel like that has been, like, empowering. So Love it. thank Literally. you, Beyonce. You rule the world. Oh, my God. And, like, the entire Lady Gaga's Born This Way album. Literally. That's her best oh, album, yeah. Right. In my yeah. And, like, me and my best friend growing up would just, like, listen to it, like, over and over. And it's, like, so many of my songs, like, I would just, like, it was like I was role-playing when yeah, the song was on. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Like, Government Hooker. Less Gaga. Yeah. And um, Heavy Metal Lover. Oh, Ooh. so good. Yes. And I always ha- uh, reference Heavy Metal Lover in a lot of the things that I write. It just, like, always stuck with me. That album uh, is golden. Dude, love. For sure. I remember, like, listening to that song, and she says, I want your whiskey mouth all over, over my, my blonde, blonde south. south. <laughs> and my friend was like... This song makes me want to be a blonde so bad. Right? Like, can I, like, bleach, like, my, like, southern my parts? My pubes? Yeah. For real. <laughs> you can bleach under our hair because I used to. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the same, right? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, yeah. I guess we're going to wrap this up. But just love yourself and listen to some bad bitch music if you don't feel like a bad bitch because you still are. Like, no I still what. am today even though I don't feel like one. I know that I am. And I'm probably going to listen to Heavy Metal Lover because I feel like that. So, yeah. Sweet. Signing off, guys. Until Signing next time. <laughs> XOXO. Vaping lightly. Don't BS yourselves. Yourself. Bye. Bye.